thank you for joining us here on the Portes Nation, another edition of podcasts. I'm Alex Parra, and we appreciate you tuning in. Today, with a very special guest, professional soccer player, NWSL, and all-around fantastic young lady, Miss Cami Privet. First of all, Cami, thanks for joining us. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing well. And Cami, really, what, what we wanted to talk about today, and, and first and foremost, is your return to the NWSL and your return to the Houston Dash. Um, you were away for a little while in Spain, in Europe. First of all, how was that? Oh, it was amazing. An experience, to say the least. <laughs> and, and what was it like playing in La Liga? I, I assume it was your first time playing in, in the Spanish First Division. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's a completely different game out there. Um, I think it's a little bit more ticky tacky. They like to play in front of lines and, uh, be more, a little bit like creative and try and get in behind. So, I mean, that was completely different for me, for me. I, I like to run in behind and be very direct. And so does the, the U S league. So it was just a completely different game and it brought out a different side of me. Which, which is good, I guess, for your overall development, right? Seeing different yeah. ways, different ways people play the sport. Oh, Definitely. Um, so how did you get the opportunity to go play in, in, in Europe, in Spain? Did that just come out of the blue? Were you, were you seeking to, to return to Europe, right? Cause you played in Europe before. Um, yeah, well, I had retired with the dash, um, and like for logical reasons, I thought that it was time to move on with my life. And I think the passion of the sport came back to me and I, I decided that I wasn't done yet. Um, so I decided to get in with an agent, and he found me a spot overseas, and that, that's where I ended up being. Um, so, yeah, it, it was it was a good experience, and I'm extremely thankful for my agent finding me that spot and moving on from there. It's, it's exciting that I can continue playing soccer in the States, which is where I prefer. So you, you finish up your contract with Logroño in Spain. You come back to Houston. How does that come about? Were you in touch with uh, with Houston Dash coach James Clarkson? Um, yeah, very very vaguely though. I'm he would I I scored a goal and he had texted me and was like, hey, by the way, nice goal, something very subtle. And I was like, wow, who's that? I, it ended up being James Clarkson. So I was like, oh, that's that's a win. He, I must be in the back of his mind somehow. So. It, it ended up working out. I didn't think it was going to. It was more like he said, she said. Um, we were thousands of miles away. Sure. So um, it was just an exciting time when I got back here. And when you did get back, obviously you had to go, I imagine, through the international transfer process. So really maybe things taking a little while to come together. And, and, and now just recently this week announcing that you're, you're formally signed till the end of the season with the Houston Dash. How does that feel? And, and how do you see yourself fitting into this, this team? I mean, it's absolutely amazing. I love everything about Houston. I love everything about the team. I love everything about the city. So I honestly kind of consider Houston home. And so it's nice to come back and be part of the team. It's, it, there are a lot of new girls, but there are a lot of girls who I've known from the previous years. Um, so it's been fun getting to know certain players, then rekindling um, interactions with players I'd already known uh, with a new coach. It's, it's always nice to get to know a new coach and a new perspective. And that's also growing my, 
my soccer intelligence. I actually was talking to James today, asking him a few questions because you never know. Every coach is different. Um, So it's, it's always fun. It's always fun to be in a new, new setting. How do you see the dash this season uh, starting? Well, a few hiccups here and there, but still a, a, a very manageable season to try to, to make the playoffs. It's, it's on the radar without a doubt. Oh, definitely. The league is, everyone's so close in this league. Um, it could honestly go any way. Uh, so it's nice to be coming in and hopefully making an impact and getting a few spots up on that, that league. How, how do you see the NWSL? And, and let's compare it to La Liga, the first division of women's soccer in Spain. Differences, uh, similarities. What, what is beyond the style maybe of play, which you are, you've already mentioned, what about the fan support? Um, I mean, that's always tough to say just because each team is completely different. Obviously, uh, Barcelona and Atletico Madrid, Valencia, all those places had a lot of people coming to games, a lot of fan, a lot of support. Um, but the team I was playing on, it was their first year in the league. So they didn't necessarily have as many as some of the other clubs. Um, but surprisingly, they had a, a decent amount where they were able to like fill up a stadium, the bottom bowl. Um, but then the same thing goes for over here, where some teams on a given day, you might not have that many people. Sure. But then you go to Portland and it's jam-packed. Um so I think that's more of just the area that you're in um, and how much exposure you've been in the league. Um, but so for that, I think it's pretty similar. Uh, the main difference, I think, is it's a bit more professional over here in the States. Um, I think that they try a little bit harder to draw fans in where over there it's more expected because soccer is huge over there so they don't have to do as much work in that aspect um yeah i think that's probably the main difference what what about the subtleties the food the 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 culture beyond um the on the field and and the fan aspect how how did you enjoy or maybe didn't enjoy spain i I hope you did oh i i absolutely enjoyed it there's definitely some things where it gets a little tough at times not being able to speak spanish um (laughs) I know next to no Spanish. Um, so <laughs> hey, going you're, over there. You're, you're in Houston. You better learn Spanish, right? <laughs> yeah. Lechuga, <laughs> you say boya. That's about it. That's all I got for you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's probably the most difficult thing. And same thing in Norway. It was, I think, once I got to the four-month period is when it starts to wear and tear a bit. The first two months, you're in a new place. So it's it's always exciting. And then the third month, you're, like, trying to learn. I was, like, on my phone trying to learn some Spanish. Then once it got to that fourth month, I was a little bit tired of it. Sure. But um, I was able to come home for a month to get my visa and see my family. And then so when I went back, I was rejuvenated and ready to go and whatnot. Sure. Well, look, your journey, I think, is, is an amazing one that many professional players have gone through, both male and female. Now, this year, obviously, a big World Cup year. We're, we're a few days away from the U.S. final uh, in the Women's World Cup. How do you see the game in general for the women? Do you think that this, hopefully, victory for the U.S. team, another World Cup victory, will boost not only women's soccer around the world, but women's soccer in the U.S. and, and the NWSL in particular? Oh, absolutely. Any kind of exposure for women's soccer is great exposure. Um, 
I think I actually read a tweet the other day that said that there are, have been the most jersey sales in men and women's this year for the World Cup. So, I mean, that's amazing. Um, they've worked really hard, and I think they're doing it for everyone. They're not just doing it for themselves. Um, so it's great to see. I mean, I know a lot of people who don't typically watch soccer, and they're coming to me asking me questions about women's soccer. So, I mean, as long as we're raising awareness and bringing people in, I think it's a good thing. And, and that will help, I, I believe, the, the Houston Dash. It will help the, the league in general. Now, on the business side, how do you see the league? Do, do you, can you give us any insight into, hey, is the league in a good position? What, what, what do you hear? What do you see when, when you're traveling, training, listening to the people that are involved with the NWSL? Is it a good time to be a, a professional women's soccer player in the U.S.? Oh, definitely. Um, for me personally, obviously, it's not to the place where it could be. Uh, it's not the all-time best league right now, but it's growing, and uh, I think everyone's learning. Um, for us players, it's we know we know that we're not necessarily getting paid an outlandish amount, and we've accepted that. We're we're also doing it for the future generations of women's soccer. Um, I'm not expecting anything more that, than the league can afford. Um, so it's like, I'm going to do it because I know that there's going to be little girls who are watching me who want to be like me. And in 10 years, hopefully they can, and it'll be in a better situation than we are right now. So, so you are a pioneer in many ways. Does that weigh on you? Do you ever think, think about it to the point where maybe, hey, I've got to act, behave, be a certain way? And yes, you are making sacrifices that I, I certainly believe and many people believe are going to benefit the next generation. Oh, definitely. I mean, there, there are sacrifices that go into any career of any sort. Uh, I think ours is just kind of in the spotlight, in the limelight, and it's seen a bit more. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel like there's times where I'm like, hmm, is this right for me? And I think that might be where the retirement came into play. Sure. Um, but I think it's soccer, any kind of sport is more of a passion. Um, we all, I genuinely love soccer, and so I, I couldn't stay away. And I think that's most of the girls. Like, we don't do it for any other reason other than the fan support and our genuine love for soccer. Absolutely. Yeah. Recently, there was, if I'm not mistaken, a promotional about, um, about the inclusion of soccer, soccer for all. Um, and, and that's so important to me. It's, it's not only one community, all of us. Uh, I've been touched and love this sport. It's done a lot for my life. I'm sure you feel the same way. And, and we want to pass that on. As many people as can be touched by the sport, it's definitely a good thing, isn't it? Oh, definitely. How, how do you see then, um, if you're, and you do interact with, with young ladies uh, uh, that, that come up to you, that ask you for advice, what advice do you have right now for a young lady, let's say starting high school, who one day wants to be in your shoes, what what would what do you tell her? Um, I I just tell them to continue playing as long as they love it because I think a lot of times, uh, young girls get burnt out, uh, for mo many reasons. Um, a lot of times it's actually in college where a lot of people decide, you know, soccer's not right for me, and I don't think you can force it. If you genuinely love it and want to pursue it then you're going to be willing to put in the effort necessary to be the best player that you can be if someone's telling you that 
you can be a better player and you need to do this and that, then it's going to start wearing and tearing on people. Um, so that's what I always tell them. I say, as long as you love it, keep doing it. Uh, as soon as you start thinking that you might want to go a separate way, I mean, it, it might not be the right right choice for you. You are now um, with the Dash again, looking short-term for this season. Where do you see Cami Privet in, in, in two years, in five years, in 10 years, relative to the sport? Is, is this something that will always be a part of your life in one way or another? Oh, so, yeah. Soccer is always going to be Cami. <laughs> I, I, my mom and dad are always like, oh, yeah, my daughter, Cami, the soccer player. Like, oh, yeah, the soccer player. We know her. Okay. So soccer is in my blood. That's who I am. There's, there's, you can't take soccer away from Cami. Um, but in like two years, obviously, I think I'd like to still be playing, um, preferably in Houston. I absolutely love Houston. Um, five years. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think five years is um, kind of in the limbo phase right now. But ten years, definitely coaching, doing something along the lines of uh, promoting soccer and growing youth development. And whatnot. Well, look, uh, we 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 definitely believe you will be able to accomplish all those goals and and many many more. And number one, congratulations on your return to to the Houston Dash to to U.S. professional soccer. We're very proud of you. Number two, I we will be following you as as the season unfolds, and we want to wish you and the team the very best of luck. And and Cami, any any final words maybe for your fans that are now getting the news that you're back with the Houston Dash? What do you want to tell them? Um, I'm excited to see everyone. Uh, I I can't wait to get out there on the field and make those connections with everyone again. And I absolutely adore everyone, all the love on social media right now. Um, and I, I just can't wait to get started. Well, Miss Cami Privet, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. We appreciate your time and, and joining us here on the Portes Nation. Have a great day and we'll be seeing you out at, uh, at the Dash matches very soon. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Alex.